A stunning moment of clarity swept over me. I was ignoring my instincts. Something was hinky, but I wasn't listening to myself. That's how people got themselves killed. I stopped running immediately and turned around. I was going home. As I did, I noticed a glint from something ahead of me in the darkness. I realised that it was a car with its lights off at exactly the same moment that its high beams flicked on. Its engine gunned, and it drove straight at me. I froze. It was my worst nightmare, but my brain simply would not communicate with my legs. No doubt about it, I'd grown soft since my overprotective sergeant had come to Little Town. I screamed to myself to move, and finally neurons connected with neurons again, and I began to run. Not away from the car, but towards it, reaching up to turn off my headlight. The car drove towards me, and I ran towards its harsh light. I was quite good at judging distances, being a reasonable shot. When I thought it was the best time, the last second, I veered to the right into the darkness of the wild, scrubby coastal vegetation that flanked the road. I kept running. The car tried to swerve after me, but its momentum carried it 100 metres further down the road before it shuddered to a screeching halt. Reversing with squealing tyres and recklessly ploughing into the vegetation after me. I was a sitting duck in that high beam, the gentle rain misting in the dazzling light surrounding me. On the positive side, though, it did provide me with much needed illumination as I stumbled over the prickly, low lying, salt tolerant plants that grew profusely in the sandy soil. The plants scratched my legs through my tracksuit pants as I thrashed through the vegetation, my breathing stertorous, my heart hammering. Without any warning, I made a 90-degree turn right, away from the lights, running sideways for 10 metres before turning again and doubling back towards the road, hoping the driver hadn't noticed my U-turn. He had. The car also spun in a U-turn, chasing after me relentlessly, high beam pinning me in its glare again. I sped up, self-preservation lending wings to my feet. I desperately ran as fast as I could, arms and legs pumping, tripping over plants, lungs bursting, until I hit the road. I threw my head left and then right, trying to decide which direction to head. In the end, I went where a car couldn't travel, and that was straight ahead. I sprinted towards the giant old mango tree on the other side of the road, that grew next to the high fence surrounding the nudist community. Local boys had been climbing up its branches for decades, peeping over the fence, and learning a lot about female anatomy in the process. The car sped straight ahead, following me, wildly flying across the road and screeching to a stop mere centimetres from the trunk of the mango tree. The driver's door flung open, and a tall, well-built man stepped out into the rain. Tessie Fuller, he shouted loudly in the silence. Come and play with me, lovely. It was Red Bycraft.